Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Believe in yourself, believe in your body. Rock, 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 it's the self-esteem party. Everyone, welcome to the Self-Esteem Party Podcast. I'm your host, Alana Johnston. Going solo today, it is 3 a.m. in dark Los Angeles, and I am recording this in my studio while producer-slash-husband-slash-roommate Norm Sousa is fast asleep. I'm on my way out of town, and I thought, no, my listeners deserve an intro to today's hot episode, and here it is. So everybody, please, help me welcome to my delight one of the better catch-ups I've had in a while, and yes, that's supposed to be offensive for everybody listening, the one and only Sarah Hillier, right after this break. It's a self-esteem party. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's a self-esteem Sarah, welcome to the Hello. Self-Esteem Party Podcast. Hello. Hello. We're all very excited to have you here. You more than me, apparently, according to the tone of your voice. <laughs> Hello. It's nice to chat with someone, you know? It's Just nice to, to have a chat. Let's get into that. Sarah, let's start it right off. Scale of 1 to 10 in terms of your self-esteem, self-love, whatever. How you feeling today? Today, because I've ca- to I've 10. caught you beginning of the afternoon in your time. beginning of the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. so where so, you've had a couple hours up. Where are we at? I think a seven. Oh, fantastic! Did you have a good morning? I I think I've come through the morning. I was a bit of a grump in the morning. Okay, and honestly, uh, having a chat with a friend, even just a little bit, and uh, I brushed my hair, and then my hair was like doing some weird stuff. So I was like, I'm going to smooth it out with a curling iron. I don't care. And that made me feel great. And I liked that I problem solved my hair. You know what? 
First of all, you look great. I even said it. I went, wow, you when you when you logged yeah. on, I was like really happy. I'm I'm it's morning here, so I've I haven't showered yet. Yeah. I've I've got the morning. I love the bangs. Thank you so much. It's kind of a bigger deal than I thought it might ever be. So <laughs> I'm just excited they've really popped off online and in person. Yeah, they've really popped off. <laughs> I'm just so over Zoom. Clearly they're translating. <laughs> they're popping. And this is coming from someone that has bangs. I don't know if you guys are getting the visual. You'll see online when I post a photo. She does have bangs. So this is kind yeah. of huge. Yeah, yeah, I have bangs. I know I know and a compliment when I hear one. Yeah. Bottom line. I know about bangs, <laughs> had them for a while. You know, you know bangs, you've had them for a while. I have a history while. with bangs. <laughs> I've always said this about you. <laughs> yeah, that's the main first I've thing. I've always said there's a history with bangs. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're at a seven. You know what? Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm going to pop in at a six. I don't normally, okay. I don't normally rate myself because it's... Um, too hard to keep track of these wild so numbers many. all day, all day all with day. me up and down. I, I can't. I keep even track. forgot that that I was going to be asked. That. I know you asked it. Yeah, and I, and I was like, oh yeah. Where it's, am I? You have to, you know, to stop and assess how much you love yourself throughout the day is really hard to do. Yeah, <laughs> it's really. Yeah. I, I think that's. You know what? That's why I'm at a six because of the actions of last night, where mm. I went to a friend's house for dinner, which was great, but like ate too much, stayed up too late, like did all these yep. things that I was like, you know, that's not being really kind to myself because you know you have a big day the next day, early morning yep. record, and you're letting yourself, like making yourself feel bad. Oh, it's night. It's yeah. the night you it's versus the, the night day me. you. So I woke up in a six and yeah. now I'm probably by the end of this will feel better because you know, you just need a distraction to not think about how you're feeling. Yeah, and totally. I need like, that right now. <laughs> I night me always screws up day me all the time. Yes, all the time. And it's your whole I like morning. to stay up late, yes. and I like to all that stuff. And I think this is fine. And then the day you then when I kind of conquer it, that's when I feel extra good. So sometimes night me can set me up to be like feel really good about myself, but that's just because. I like conquered the exhaustion that yes. I created for myself. Yeah. It's kind of like I need day me to be the motivation to control night me. I need to oh, be like yeah. Alana live for the better you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll watch something at night and be like, well, I still need to relax in my bed. When it's like, you just relax. You should just go to bed. You just relaxed. <laughs> My relaxing is making me tired. Yeah, you know what, Sarah? When you're logging two plus relaxes a night, you, you've yeah, got a problem. it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. No wonder why you're a seven and not a ten. We've got three points to account for of relaxation. One point yeah. per relax you're having. Yeah, exactly. It's, the good stuff is making me tired. So let's get to it. You have okay. two kids. Two kids. So here's something I want to know. I want to pre- Great. I want to pre in a post. Ha okay. Has your self-esteem been affected since having kids on like a day-to-day -day basis? Because now we already judged ourselves, career, appearance, relationship. Now you're yeah. judging yourself as a mother as well. So yes. has that since you've had, because your kids are still very young. Yes. How has, including a pandemic baby as well. So how yes. has that changed the way you assess yourself? It's changed a ton, right. for sure. And I think it fluctuates constantly. Now I have a year-old uh, and a almost three-and-a-half-year-old. He'll be three-and-a-half in December. 
So, and Owen will be one on October 21st. So we're getting to that mark. And this was kind of my standard of like giving myself a break till he's a year, which I will still give myself a break, but like really not trying to be too hard on myself Mm -hmm. and my body and my mind everything until Owen was a year old. Because I think postpartum isn't, they say the fourth trimester, which is like the three months after you kind of... Uh, give birth but uh-huh. for me it's at least a year to try and get back to being at all what I was before but you're not going to be because you're going to be changed forever no matter what yeah so I think for self-esteem I think again it fluctuates all the time I think as a mother I feel more confident okay yeah because I I, I have two now and Andy my husband's at Second City so he's working nights a lot. So which you've done, a, you did Second City. I in did the past, Second so City. You, you both have now done it, which is really awesome. Yeah, which is great, and it does help because it is a lot of hours, especially when they're in their writing process. Which you're gone four days a week from. The, he's gone from like one till midnight. Oh my god! Yeah, so I'm like real solo time. Yeah. So I've experienced one of those processes when Owen was six months old. But again, on a side note, having experienced myself, that is helpful because I know at least like, you how, knew what was coming. I knew it was coming. I yeah. knew how long notes would be. You know, you know how what his night is going to be like. So I'm never wondering what what time he's going to be home. I I always know. Okay, so that was helpful. But two kids alone, a six month old at the time. Oh my god! And and I was like, oh, he's six months. Good thing he's not like three weeks or something. But six months was still tough. But getting through that made me much more confident in my my mothering skills yeah must have my god yeah yeah and I think I was I was worried about what it would be like because I think even when you first have a baby one baby when you're left alone for the first time it's it's all scary it's all all the news uh, the new moments are scary with a baby Mm -hmm. and so this was one of those new moments and then I realized routine you'll always find a routine always find a routine and so now I have that in my head that if something's difficult and it's something I'll have to deal with for a while I will find that routine Mm -hmm. so I think that's created confidence that I've kind of reassured myself that I'm able to do that not that it's everything's easy it's still super hard being a parent but definitely have more confidence through children of my mothering not all the time but for the most part Mm -hmm. and then like self-confidence and like looks and everything that fluctuates daily and it always has but I think my body's completely different so yeah it's hard to navigate that like I I don't even know what to think sometimes I kind of take every little win of me feeling better about myself yeah as a big win but I definitely have especially being an actress oh my god and not looking the same or like I don't look like my headshots (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I'm getting new headshots. Yes, you have to because you're like, yeah, it's been six years. I got them like a week after I got married. So I was like the small, like just look totally different. Oh yeah, your hair, just like everything. Yeah, my bangs are different in my headshots and they have been for like four years. Yeah, your hair is really different. Yeah, so I was like, okay, I got to get new headshots. And I almost like stopped it because I'm like, do I look how I want to look? I'm like, no, I'm just going to go for it. This is, and if I want to change it in a year and a half, I will, and I'll give myself that grace. But 
I need to feel proud of my body and myself and go into auditions not looking like I'm much younger than what I look like. You know what? Because it's saving you a lot of grief because you're going to feel a lot worse if somebody ever commented on your headshot versus how you're looking in person as opposed to if you just bite the bullet and you go, this is how I look for now. Maybe it'll change again I'm sure it will yes. and it could change for the worse and you go oh I can't believe I didn't enjoy this well I <laughs> yeah I'm glad I got those headshots like dude you don't know and, and just, <laughs> yeah and just to clarify for everybody when I say it could change for the worse that doesn't necessarily mean a gain a weight gain you guys this could I could mean, lose an eye you, I could you, anything could happen so it's yeah. like I, I'm all about and it's up trying. to and it's my spectrum of yeah so I, I totally get it because we can't help but watch ourselves all the time especially right now with self-tapes you're Oh my god! So right now with the industry world and social media too, when you post a video and everything like that, you watch it back. Yeah, so we're constantly staring at ourselves. I I don't even find sometimes I'm a natural performer if I care too much about how I look. Mm -hmm. So I'm really trying to just release all the judgment of myself, but it's not going to happen. But I try. You know, it's um. It's really funny that you had mentioned routine earlier. I'm a creature yeah. of habit. You know me. I wake up early. Yeah. I'm yep. like, <laughs> I I have my morning routine. I love it. It's the only thing that keeps me going to yeah, like get really- up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I will say this. I never am body conscious while that's happening because I'm so focused on recreating this thing that makes me feel really good. Yeah. And I, I definitely appreciate being able to celebrate celebrate something great and cool of me which is me taking care of myself through this yeah. routine that I created like you said also for your routine then it makes yeah. you feel like a good mom which makes you feel better yeah. about yourself exactly and there's no time for the body stuff because you have to do the routine yeah there's like yeah liter- and then maybe when you get dressed it's great if you have somewhere to go or something to do because then you're not scrutinizing in the mirror we're like out of yeah. the house Oh, I definitely, uh, that's the other thing. I don't take as much time because I don't have it. Yeah. So I don't care as much about those things. And there's like little inklings will all get low. Mm-hmm. But I found lately, I don't know if it's because it's a year and I'm feeling more like myself. I One thing I will say though, I don't hate my body after having kids. I It's totally different. My stomach is, a, a, I'd say, more like um, a loose pillowcase with no pillow Perfect. in it. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just what we're going so, for. That's <laughs> what we're going for. But I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. I don't, it doesn't, which I think I hated my body more when maybe I was more s- typical looking of that age of a, you know, a, a young 30 year old or yeah. a late 20 year old. And you're very short but, too. So you're very tiny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very, very tiny short. build. So I think I really scrutinize myself way more. And now it's more like my face. If I can, if my face is fine for uh, auditions, that's all I care about. So I'll do my makeup, I'll do my hair, and but my body, I'm like, I had two kids, and I'm a comedian. I'm not a model. You know, like I more I don't, often than so not, it's I just love your, my body. More often than not, it's just your face in a commercial. It's not even yeah. like you have to be like nobody's putting me on for my body. <laughs> like I'm the yeah, girl that and says I think, a weird thing at a desk. Yeah, and I think yeah, exactly, <laughs> and um, or like just handing a paper and looking. Like, who knows? <laughs> like it's not. So I think that's one thing that surprised me is I thought I would dislike my body and how it looks more, but I think it's great. I have like tons. I had like I called my stomach like the fire stomach because I had full stress, especially with my second, just okay, full fire marks on my stomach, and I like them. Yeah, they really don't bother me. I have these. Um, I have like marks on 
the side of my hip, like my butt. Yeah. But they're really, they're like white. They're like iridescent. Yeah. And it looks Mine like a now. white yeah. tiger very gently clawing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I think it's cool. It's like tiger stripes. I love it. Yeah. I think it's like and, fun. And that's, that's what I think for women who get, nervous when they're pregnant you're gonna get them or not no matter it's either genetics or not like you're gonna get stretch marks sure. if you're gonna get them you can't really stop them okay and they all turn white so they don't or like whatever like you're you're for white women they'll turn white and i guess for everyone else they'll just go back to like the base level of yeah. your skin just a little bit lighter yeah it'll light it'll lighten up is like yeah yeah that's man i i will say this for you like accepting and praising and enjoying your body post children is absolutely amazing because here's the thing. You only get curvier. Curves are in. We know this. Yeah. 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 I <laughs> we get know curvier. this. You get curvier. Uh, enjoy the curve. And it's like you kind of have like I did feel after yeah. like I can't help but compare people that shrink back to normal quicker because I am not that person. Never have been. Okay. And mix in the pandemic of us all. You know, being stuck inside all the time. Oh my God. And Forget for the body changes of the pandemic. That's yeah. That's why I'm halfway ignoring mine because I'm going. I was in. I was in trauma. What is everybody talking yeah, about here? Exactly. <laughs> we all. And were. then, yeah. And then during that time, I had a kid. So mm -hmm. it's definitely. It's just a different level of. I ha I think what I've, at the beginning, at I'd say like four or five months, I was like, "What is everyone going to think of me when I, they see me?" Because they hadn't right. seen me, so I had that kind of. And now I'm. I less. Once I got out more. Once I did more shows. I'm feeling a lot more comfortable. You know, but there was definitely some stuff in the middle where I wasn't feeling myself. I but. know what you mean because we went so long without seeing people. And then with you being pregnant, I'm sure you took a bunch of cautions, even more. Yes. And then when the baby was first born, obviously all this kind of stuff, which makes complete sense. Got to do what you got to yep. do. But I've noticed when I go out nobody's noticed my body and I'm not noticing theirs. So I'm like, no, like someone no, because we're all that, in the same boat. We're all in the same boat. Like even if someone tells me, oh, they've put on weight and it's like, you know, if you're like, yeah, I guess you're just yeah. like, okay. It's like, I haven't actually cared to process to be like, this person looks near dead. <laughs> like I'm yeah, like, yeah. it's not there. We're just not there. I think, I think <laughs> we're more worried about everyone's emotional. I think, that has opened up a lot more during this time because we're all kind of for a while we we're all stuck by ourselves with our own brains just yeah. not being able to chat with people yeah. in the same way some people would reach out more and stuff but it's not the same so i think i think we're all a little more clued in with everyone's mental health mm -hmm. than we ever were before i agree so we're yeah, we're caring about that a bit more. Well, and we're realizing the body talk doesn't... I mean, we love talking bodies on the podcast to yeah. have the conversation of being like free yourself. Because we're all thinking about <laughs> yeah, it all the all time. because we're all thinking yeah. about it. So it's like truly free yourself. I love talking about it until we hit it home with absolutely everybody, myself included. But it's like, I think you're right that it's like you, you get nervous for like a flash. Then you go back yeah. into society and you're like... Oh yeah, I don't care about your body because I'm more just like, hey, were you alone the last two years? And yeah, do you yeah. need a pal now? Or exactly, you got to get anything off your chest, whatever. Yeah. And we have to remember too. I don't know how to phrase this. Regular bad things still happen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean by yeah. that? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Like we have the layer of an, a very intense traumatic three years or whatever it's been. And then all the regular life stuff is all now happening. So how do we all stuff. do? And I think for some ways it's created pathways in our brain stuff to be able to deal with that stuff. 
And then sometimes it's too much. It's just too much to take. It's well, it's like even I know everyone's saying numbers are down, which like I don't or are we just not reporting the home tests? I don't Yeah. Bother. I'm not yeah, even yeah. like I don't even bother paying attention because yeah. I'm like, it's not what we think it is. But yeah. the whole point is we're back out. Whether you have a mask yes. on or not, however way you 100%. want, we're back out. And it's time to just get on the same page saying we're all in it. We went through the exact same thing. Let's come in a little kinder, a little more gentle, and with yeah. a little more enthusiasm to be where we are and a little less judgment. Because what yeah. is the point? You were forced to stay inside for all that time, and now a couple pounds, you're going to punish yourself and force yeah. yourself back inside? That's crazy. You are your government mandating yourself. It's crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think also talking about when you're saying like, We've all been through this. Let's give each other, like, I found since having kids mm-hmm. that there's this part of me that <clears throat> sees everyone as a baby at one time, as like a little vulnerable little kid. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So it's like changed my point of view on maybe someone that would have bothered me before. Some people are monsters <laughs> and they're just not part of this. Okay, Sarah, but name some- names. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But some people that maybe either bothered me or, you know... I don't know, had their own stuff. Now I realize how deep that might go and where that originally may have come from. Yeah. So I have a more of a tender heart than I ever did before, personally. Yeah. Just because I'm like, imagine Harry experiencing that. Imagine Owen experiencing that. So I try to be like, oh, they were, everyone's a little kid. <laughs> like, it makes me kind of like, the vulnerability yeah. of children, like, kills me. So it's, I see it in other people now. Yeah, that's great that you have, almost an extra level of compassion because I think the pandemic gave everybody a little more compassion. If it's 100%. like, if you lost somebody during that time or like hospitalized or like uh, financial struggle, yes. we have more compassion, but that extra level to be able to have that compassion about individuals yeah. and quirks or personality traits, they might have that go deeper than the pandemic deeply yeah. rooted and to be able to humanize everybody in that way is only going to improve your life because you are stopping a negative thought before it can even arise. Exactly. Yeah. It, you know? le- it gives le- less emotional labor for me too. Because trying to understand someone I've found is easier for me emotionally than getting frustrated with somebody. I still get frustrated with people sure, of course. all the time. But I think there's just this edge of like, if you can see somebody's heart, if you can see they have a good heart underneath it all, it's a little easier to deal with. Is kind of it. You know, the judge of character, man, did the last couple of years ever open my eyes up to that? I, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm not wasting time anymore with people I don't want to be around. I'm really not. Same. It's no mercy. Same. It's really no mercy. Yeah. And I've created boundaries and that makes me feel, that helps my self-esteem. Uh, creating boundaries mm-hmm. with people and having kids again taught me to boundaries I was like oh no this is how I want to do this and if someone gets mad they're just gonna have to deal with it yeah. and that's sometimes with family or friend. like with Harry when I uh when I had him people came over right away people came over in that first week and we were like entertaining people after I just had an emergency cesarean oh my God. like a very much an emergency one and this time I couldn't. And I was like, this is how it should be always for everybody. You should not have people coming in. For one, no matter what, babies can get sick. Yeah. Pandemic or not. But oh, was, I recommend now, biggest advice, act like it's a pandemic and don't have anyone over for like two months. I've never done it. I've never gone yeah. to somebody's house 
right away and I've always waited to be invited and I've never sat down and hung out. I literally go see the baby, wash my hands before holding it, if they even want me to hold it, and then off I go. Because I can't even... Of, I mean, I was a nanny. I, I can't imagine being yeah. a new mom. I What a oh, nightmare. Yeah. yeah, and I think what I did this time, too, we had some family come. I was like, there's a, there's a limit on the hours because mm-hmm. now I know what my recovery is going to be like because it was a repeat C-section. And mm-hmm. I, I know what I, I'll need, and I put those boundaries up. I've never been one to completely cater to other people if it's if – it's, um, I don't know what the word – like tough or unnecessary. Like, okay. You know, especially in like these hard situations, if I need to help my own mental health or physical health, I'm not just going to cater. Someone needs to see the baby for three hours. That's not going to happen. You're standing up for yourself. Yeah. And your needs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's like, I mean, is essential because who else is going to do it for you? (laughs) It's like, yeah, we're not running defense anymore. Everybody came out so stretched, stretched, so thin, so thin (laughs) emotionally that you're like, dude, you're everyone's in it for themselves. Now, even within your own partnership, look at you and Andy, you guys are on complete opposite schedules. It's like, oh yeah, you're in it for you. He can't be on stage telling you you're a good mom and a good person. No, (laughs) Like you can't do that. (laughs) So if I just want to like, sometimes after I put both boys to bed, I'll just lay in the bed upstairs, just like staring. Sometimes I just stare out the window if it's still sunny out. Yeah. But I'm just like, uh, and I'm like, this is what I need in this moment. Yeah. I, I feel um, that too. Needing, well, a relax. Let's call it what yeah, it is. Rela- you know, <laughs> the I first need a few relaxes, relaxes yeah. through the night. Let's call it's what my it first. is. The first relax of the night. <laughs> the first relax. And then you go, you move downstairs, you go watch the TV and then you move back up and you have that third relax. And then you're very tired in the morning when you get too many relaxes. My favorite part is the moving around. These stairs <laughs> sound like a nightmare mid-relax. It's exhausting. <laughs> and I sometimes I don't get downstairs for the second relax, so it's an extended upstairs relax. And Andy will come home and he's like, you're still up here? And I'm like, yes, I needed this. And he's like, of course. Andy, get out of my relax. <laughs> um, talking back, one thing I wanted to say about... Yeah. Um, you know, worrying about how you look, whatever, during this pandemic. Mm -hmm. The one thing, though, I find when I am out or I go to shows is I am just so excited to be out of my home that I don't think about any of that shit because I'm just like, I get to talk to people because when Andy's working every night, getting baby i get babysitters when i want to do shows but i don't get tons of babysitters to just hang out with people okay because you know it costs money and it's a lot of work to get them like and you're out spending money out spending money so i try to make it about work and shows when i do it Mm -hmm. um so then when i'm at those shows i just having a blast because i get to talk to people (laughs) so i'm not like thinking about the other stuff in my life because i'm like just having a laugh you know when when ucb reopened um Last weekend? Yeah. Yeah, it was really fun. And Ines and I got to host a show together. So Oh, my I saw that. Yeah, it was, I was so like, much oh, man, fun. I wish I could see so it. So when we both had, she had her purple Danier leather suede jacket, as we know. Oh, of course. A, a of classic. Course. And Showstopper. I, no, yeah, and I had my regular beige single mom with no kids blazer because I, I did oh, single mom perfect. with no kids at the PTA meeting. Nice. Um, which I called the People Teacher Association, <laughs> not necessarily Parent <laughs> Teacher Association. That's good. That's good. Thank you so much. I really I, I love on mom, that. no kids. Oh yeah, I love we, mom, we no love kids. her. We love her so much. Um, and normally I can get the blazer up, you know, and whatever. Yeah. And this time I couldn't do it, and I was like, oh fuck me, what am I gonna do? And then I look, and Anessa can't get her jacket done up, and we were like, <laughs> great. <laughs> 
book, just leave them undone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. It and it's like such like, a nice moment of giving into it. We didn't even care. We Like you said, we were so excited to see everybody and be on stage together. We hadn't performed yeah. together in years that we were like, we di- I honestly, Sarah, I didn't even think twice. I did not feel bad. I didn't come home being good. like, oh, good. disgusting because I had Or like, so who much did time. I talk to? Or like, who saw? I, yeah. 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 It was a sold out show everybody saw. That, that yeah. was it. That everyone was And there. it's more exciting that you guys are doing that, that you were the ones hosting it. Yeah. And just that I wish I was there so bad. Oh my God, Sarah, you'd have gone. And so you'd been funny. perfect. It was one minute character bits. You'd have been perfect. Yeah. What a lot. Oh Even God. just to see it. I would have, because oh, I Sarah, watched from afar. Yeah, but can't have you just in the audience there. You oh, yeah. I was there in obviously. spirit. You were there, was there in spirit. Doing, I have this cool char- this character I want to start doing called Cool Dino. And uh, oh. it's a dinosaur <laughs> who acts really cool. <laughs> um, I got to say, one minute of this and only one minute of this is exactly what the people need. <laughs> yeah, just one minute. Just no, one no, minute. no, no, no. We don't need to hear how cool this guy is. <laughs> just no. a bit. You need to hear, like, is this a dinosaur saying cool things? That's all you need to think and it's over. Yeah, exactly. By the time I've cracked the case, we're done. (laughs) (laughs) We're done. You don't want to know, like, what else does he think is cool? We don't need to know what else. (laughs) No, no. No. You don't need what else with cool dino. It was a good time. I've noticed you've been doing shows and stuff like that. And that's like, and the the recordings with Anessa and everything like that. And it's just so nice to put ourselves out there creatively or even in another field for somebody to be back in the office where there's a yes. whole community and you know what I mean? Community. Yeah. yeah. Being at the at comedy bar and seeing uh, just uh, people you never talk, talk to mm-hmm. online, like, mm-hmm. you know, old standups and stuff. Cause we're not necessarily in the same world, but when you're there, you see them and you talk to them. Yeah. It's like, Oh, this is nice. I can be social. I oh can. God, totally. Yeah, and I feel like every picture is me like, hey, like so excited to be just uh, out. Sarah, can we get you in the back, please? <laughs> You're a little close <laughs> to the camera. <laughs> you weren't even in the show. Why are yeah, you on stage Sarah, taking you, a picture with us? And you didn't come see the show. So we're actually just a no. little confused as to what you I heard here. a camera. I heard someone say, let's take a picture. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, you know, it's it's a sense of community. And it's interesting, like you said, with some of the other comics, that we run in different circles of like a tighter friend group. Um, But you didn't realize how much you needed the kind of random run in where you give each other an update. You, you steal away half an hour at the bar chatting in it. Who are you dating? What's going on in this really fun way where you can get it all out. And it's like, I think why everybody's so happy right now like we've all lost our minds coming out of yes, the pandemic. 100%. So I'm not going to pretend it's been cool runnings over here. But <laughs> no, no, I've had some dark moments. And, and when I, I know got a COVID. dinosaur that's cool. So let me tell you, <laughs> yeah, we're not cool. That, so what's come out of my pandemic is cool dinosaur. So I, I guess I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> I guess I'm one of the better ones. <laughs> when I got COVID, I was I got deeply depressed. Like oh, when sure. I had to isolate and had it, it was my postpartum showed up. Oh my, my PPD. god! Like I hadn't had it and I didn't really I had postpartum anxiety with it Harry Mm -hmm. but my postpartum like depression which I hadn't really experienced before popped up like six months after yeah I guess it was around six or seven months after he was born like when Andy was done process so maybe it was like seven and a half months okay and it just hit me out of nowhere and it didn't last that long because I kind of I went you know, I talked to my doctor about what I can do and stuff, but it did hit me. So mm-hmm. when I when I had to be isolated completely by myself, because I was the only one that got it in the basement, it was dark and it was a dark time. But I think I came out of it 
no okay that because i think i was like when am i gonna get that when am i headed for like the darkest moment of all of this and it was probably the worst i felt the whole pandemic was while i had it and it made me really appreciate that i didn't get it right at the beginning because i can't imagine how hard it was when it was way harder to heal way harder to deal with we didn't know anything we didn't know anything people were dying and stuff because no one knew what to do and it was uh no vaccine so we have a stronger immunity to it now, but yeah. I definitely a dark time. So I can't imagine when it first hit what anyways, I was, just, that was the darkest I felt. <laughs> you know, it's kind of nice to have uh, gotten it out of the way almost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the sense, like it came later, but ha- we had the vaccine and booster and everything like that. So you're yeah. like, okay, in terms of physics, like that part of it, best to get it out of the way but yeah. with the postpartum that sounds like a fucking nightmare i'm i'm yeah. sorry not to like read it was you, it was but that it was like a no you're not at all like i brought it up i i'm i like talking about it i one thing that i've discovered from uh pregnancy mm-hmm. and children and childbirth is shared experience which i knew obviously about before but i never really tapped into that part of something of helping me and healing Mm -hmm. but shared experience I just want to talk about everything all the time especially like children and pregnancy and everything because I think there's so much with that stuff that we we don't talk about and it's not that it's taboo or anything people just don't talk about it I don't know why yeah we don't talk about what pregnancy can be really like we don't talk about what childbirth can be really like we don't talk about what breastfeeding can be really like so all those things I found talking about them before and after having a kid have just been the shared experience of it all has been very maybe enlightened. Like it's really changed my life. Just, you know, I love to hear it because I think with any body change, whether pregnancy or like even when I had my surgeries or like whatever, any body change, you feel so isolated and alone because it's in your body and you can't see it or do anything about it. Yeah. And or if you do do something about it, that has then the, you know, repercussions yep. and side effects and stuff like that. So still yep. you're not in control of your body. And I, I know from my experience, not, if anything, having surgeries to not have babies, <laughs> the yeah, exact yeah, yeah. opposite of you, it it was so isolating. And I did have to get one of the surgeries in the pandemic pre-vaccine. And I, yeah, so I know, right. you know, getting in a hospital, yeah, it can be so scary. So scary. So scary. And it was just one of those things where I was like, I feel alone and weird and um, wrong. Like something's yeah, really wrong weak. with me. Yeah, I feel weak. I would feel weak. And, it, and it's hard to... I felt weak. Like, here, uh, Andy's an incredible partner. Very loving. and But still just like when I'm pregnant and I'm hurting all the time and can't walk. It's hard to be able to explain that. And then you start questioning yourself. You're like is this that painful or am I overreacting? And then you'll talk to another person that's like, no, no, like a pregnant person or something. And they'll be like, no, I'm feeling the same thing and it's awful. So it's like, you're right. This is awful. Yeah. The pain I'm feeling. And like right now I'm having all this gastro stuff and like I'll get really dizzy and I just can't, I can't do anything. And I just feel like completely a failure, but I'm not doing it, but it's really hard to explain to anybody what's happening. Yeah. And then I feel when I feel good, I'm like, oh, no, that was really bad. But when you're in it, you feel isolated, and especially you going during a pandemic is so isolated. You literally have to wear a mask. The nurses aren't coming in as much. Oh, my God. As they would. You can't go near anybody. 
you can't go near anybody. So you're alone in this space that's already frightening. Hospitals are frightening places no matter what. No matter if you're going for something that's routine or whatever. It's scary. I just went to get get put out to put a scope down my throat. Yeah. And I was freaked out. And it wasn't even like a full hospital setting. It was just like a little... I don't know, medical area. Like, it wasn't... Uh, okay, this sounds shady. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sarah. I'm, you just kind of... You Honestly, know, when the facts come it out... Felt like, it, it felt like... felt shady. It, it um, feels very shady to me. You're like, a medical alley. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was outside in a park, and they put me out. I thought, I'm loving the new outdoor setup, you guys. <laughs> Yeah, his name was Ed. He wasn't a doctor, He's a for cool sure. He told me he had a white jacket had... on in general, just a general yeah. jacket. <laughs> just a general jacket. He's like, oh no, I am not a doctor. He wasn't trying to hide it. He's a cool guy. I though. was him. He's a cool guy. Uh, I help. It was very when my experience when I was in had to go to the hospital. We got the dog the day before. Oh my god! They had Norm so wait for me in the waiting room because they didn't know when I'd wake up for seven hours, and we had we had to leave the dog alone because Norm was afraid to leave that I would wake up and he wouldn't be there. Yes, and not re- and then next thing you know, the next hour passes, the next hour passes, whatever. Yeah. I wake up. Just this made me think of it because you said the nurses not coming yeah. in as much, and there's not as many nurses around. They, so they got yeah. sick. Nobody's fault. Yeah, right? yeah. But I wake up. Because before I went under, they put the mask on me, the gas mask. Yep. And I wake up and I can't talk. And I guess they put a tube down my throat and didn't tell me. So I can't. Oh my I'm God. screaming for the nurses and nothing's coming out. I'm bawling my eyes out. I have oh. to be. Because it's so much pressure on, on yeah. my whole bladder and whole area. And I'm like crying my eyes out. And I'm like, What? is happening and That's nobody terrifying. came in for like so long no one came in because they're understaffed and if, yeah. if it was if i knew what was going on i would have known they that that was the case but because yeah i didn't know what was happening i was like or like terrified. give you a, you know what i mean give you something if they're gonna leave the tube down your throat <laughs> terrified oh my that's god that's so scary it was the scariest thing on the planet I that's like real life that. sleep paralysis that's oh my like god you know, sleep paralysis, I don't know if you've ever had it. You're like in between waking and sleeping and you like can't talk, but you're awake. It's very scary. Oh my God. I, not that I recall. <laughs> yeah, Have you that, never heard of sleep paralysis Mia. before? Give me one second. Let me kick the dog out. Mia, Get out Bye, Mia. Okay, she's out. <laughs> Have you never heard of sleep paralysis before? I don't know. I don't. Oh, you look at it up. at least I haven't experienced, or not that I know. I, I don't think so I've it's this. It. It's this moment between sleeping and waking where you're like aware but your body's not fully that's the only way i can explain but your body's not fully awake so you're like and you're like trying to make noises and you're like my mom's seen me experience it and i like shake and stuff and i'm like trying to wake my body up because it's frightening and there's all these like conspiracies that it's like a doorway to another dimension or something but okay um, i'm listening (laughs) yeah i wasn't before just so you know (laughs) yeah you were out you were talking to the i I have sleep paralysis (laughs) but the other kind my body's wide awake and my mind is knocked out (laughs) you're really doing well in this podcast if you (laughs) are in sleep paralysis right now so much um but it's a really frightening thing but that sounds like the like so i can feel what you would feel but it would be way more frightening because you're fully aware oh you're God. fully awake and there's yeah. nobody helping you and i Why wouldn't they take was that covid and my mask yeah was on. i kind of like forgot covid existed of oh course. my God, dude it was so bad oh when i had owen it was like 
October of last year, so right before another lockdown happened. So numbers were pretty high. Okay. It was just before Omicron. And I was just mask off in my bed the whole time because I kept forgetting because I'm experiencing such an animal experience of like trying to breastfeed and I'm not thinking about and animals, a mask. Well, animals don't wear masks. The animals just don't us. wear masks. They're not wearing them. I mean, they're not. No, I tried. My cat, not into it. Yeah, not into it. <laughs> no, but it's yeah, uh, scary. Yeah, I think you're more worried about yourself in that moment than... Yeah. Well, and you've got this b- baby here. What, what are you going to... Yeah. Of, well, I just didn't... I wasn't even thinking. I was deli- Like, you're not even thinking. And then I would put it on. They were really great. I think a lot of pregnant women, women they totally, like, have that experience. And, like, it's totally yeah. fine. Don't worry about it. We're I've had prepared. the same thing happen when I'm at the grocery store coughing into someone's mouth. And I go, let get your mask on. What are you <laughs> oh, doing here? Quit coughing I into remember- mouths. <laughs> When it was even when there were still mass mandates, and once I forgot my mask, I was like, "Oh my god!" Recently, I forgot to go on transit with it, and I always go on transit with a mask. And I asked for one at the little desk. I was like, "Can I have a mask? I forgot." And he's like, "Yep, no problem." I I listen. Thank God I stashed a bunch of them in various purses. Yes, I need to do I that. I do not remember. I just don't remember. They're too small. I'm like too not small. seeing them. And ultimately, we're not used to it yet. We've yeah. lived our whole lives with never wearing them. And now it's something that's supposed to be just part of every part of our lives. And my mouth is the freest part of my body. <laughs> yeah, you want to cover it up? <laughs> I use this for money. I use this constantly. Yeah, to eat <laughs> yeah. money. <laughs> to eat money. To eat all I my eat money. money with this. <laughs> I eat food. I relax. Uh, one to three times a night, minimum. <laughs> Actually, the mouth is pretty shut when I relax. I'm not really doing anything with my mouth well, unless I'm eating. Spend that energy. You need Sometimes it. I relax so much I don't even snack. That's a relax. That's that's a that's a full on sleep. <laughs> that's sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, Sarah. You're asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Eyes are closed. <laughs> on the podcast uh, and this is both of us now knocked out <laughs> yeah we're knocked Jesus, out what are we talking about <laughs> what was i saying about a seven if i'm sleeping on the podcast come on <laughs> yeah my number has to go way down the fact that my yeah if i fall asleep out. on the podcast that's a one that's it's a like, low moment for me yeah, it's like 9 40 <laughs> it's like 9 40 a.m my time 12 40 your time <laughs> yeah i'm out. literally in a podcast and i fall asleep that's a one that's a one no question I change it immediately to a one. Oh my god! Okay, what would be something say? Because I think seven's a great number. Yeah, I feel yeah. good today. I think that's a good, great, solid number, um, especially earlier in the day because anything can happen. You can get a fun email, you can get an audition, anything can happen. So that's yeah. kind of fun. Still early in the workday. What would be something? You said you woke up a bit of a grump. What would keep you a grump? Like what would lower you now these days? What would lower? What would lower me now yeah. these days? Definitely, uh, mom wise, something with the kid. So, like, so if you got a call from, like, the other day, Harry was at daycare. Whenever I mm-hmm. talk about mom stuff, I feel like I'm being so boring. But we're gonna edit this out. <laughs> yeah, get this out of here. Go, just but, keep talking. It's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, Harry um, was at school, pees uh, pants, and it was like the switch of the season. So he had a bunch of shorts there, but no actual pants to change <gasps> into. So they had to change him into his rain onesie, and I was just felt so bad. And we were having a great day. We were about to go do something. I was like, we just have to go pick him up. I can't leave my vulnerable little baby there wearing a rain suit because he has no pants. Dropped off some pants and just picked him up because I was like, I'm gonna pick you up. But like, 
something like that where I get worried. Any kind of worry will derail my day sometimes. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it won't. Sometimes I can overcome it, but I'm a worry wart. So if something sparks my worry or anxiety, I'm tumbling down immediately. I, like, Andy, my husband, will be like, well, eh, that's fine. Like, he doesn't get worried. Yeah. And he cares, but he doesn't get the same kind of worry, but a worry can derail me. No question. Okay. So that's mom-wise. Now, give me the rest of you, the Sarah, that oh, we I all think know it's and like love. If you, it, I think if I audition for something and I find out it's been cast or something and I thought I had a good audition of course that's going to derail me but sometimes I could take it harder than others like if I'm not busy Mm -hmm. if I'm not doing shows Mm -hmm. I'll take it way harder because it kind of is like that hope is gone but then as long as I have hope of like another option or if I have no auditions in front of me or something and something I thought I was on hold the other day and I was like oh this is great this is what I needed and then like it wasn't even a day of being on hold that I didn't get it. Yeah. It was like, so being on hold, you you get held on a job if they maybe want to book you. It means you're in line to probably book it with one other person or something. So you're yeah. almost there. Yeah. And then just explain if anyone doesn't know. But, they, um, don't. they don't. They don't. So, <laughs> yeah. So I was on hold for this job and I didn't book it. But usually when you're on hold, you at least get 24 hours to enjoy the fact that you're on hold. Oh but God, I had like... You're, cel- you're pre-celebrating. you got a <laughs> yeah, little parade. I'm planning where the money's going to go. Where am but... I going to eat my money? <laughs> yeah, where am I going to eat? But it was like five hours. And I was like, well, I feel oh, really low now. Yeah. yeah. They knew right so... away they didn't want you. They went, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Ugh, so stuff that. like that. And I think it's just... We, have, we bought a house like you have and that's more responsibility so house stuff sometimes worries me now because Mm -hmm. i i've never had this kind of responsibility before and doesn't it make you feel immature where you're like i don't know how to fix this well and then that's that'll double down on feeling low right because you're just like oh am i not capable of fixing this oh that makes me feel way worse something that's stressful but you think you can fix it you know that might bug you a bit but if that'll make me feel real down if I think I'm not capable of fixing because I want to be as independent as possible. And if I can't, then Now that that's interesting because that probably, that desire to be independent, your confidence has been boosted, like you said, as a mom while Andy's yep. been working because you're going, yeah. look at me by myself, what I could do. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of awesome to be able to have that reassurance on a, say if during the day audition didn't go out or that kind of thing happened yes. that you just described how nice that at night you can end on a high note being like whoa look at me go i got everyone to bed everybody's eating we're, we're yeah. cruising over here so that's or, nice and then if they aren't going to sleep i'll just feel worse <laughs> and then i just need to really have lots of relaxing need to like really get going we're not coming downstairs for two to three weeks I, this, <laughs> no I way no you, this is no. not happening i'm living upstairs bring I my live food up upstairs goodbye that's the only way I'll eat, or I just won't eat, and yeah. I'll just relax. That's what I'm talking about. And that's a yeah. great uh, diet as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sit upstairs and don't eat for days. <laughs> yeah, or just food that really can be kept in a bowl that won't spill. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm on the bed, so I, I can't. We got to keep it balanced, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's... um. I definitely have the feeling when I don't have things coming up, I get really down because I go, Elena, you don't even have a fucking game plan. But like, I've got a lot of live shows because gigs for me pop up out of nowhere. This is like standard Elena. Somebody will be like, here's this 10 day gig or here's this writing thing or here's whatever. I go, sounds fucking great. So I can't really focus on that out of my hands. But like having the shows to look forward to, you're just like, okay, 
I'm doing something. I'll get it out of my system. Because that's what I feel like with comedy. I literally need to get it out of my system. Same, same. Or I become Uh, the most annoying person on the planet. Or I'm coming up here with cool dino. Like if I'm not improvising, I need other ideas. You know what I mean? Like I need to get my energy Some of these ideas are stretched thin. Thin. (laughs) I, I saw my son's dinosaur mask. I was like, hmm cool dino <laughs> like that's where the idea came from and i told andy he's like uh yeah yeah i'd have to see it you know when, whenever they so say hard. that whenever your partner says well I, I gotta see it to know you're like okay it's not a hot idea right off the map but if, maybe if i i don't need here's the difference it. sarah i don't need to see it you're booked <laughs> i don't I, I know a good idea when i hear one and sure one of idea. my lines was hey you guys lay eggs i do <laughs> like stuff like that just you like know what i love about that it's relatable yeah, it's relatable. <laughs> That's what I love so about cool. this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, me too. With the shows, I always mm-hmm. say that the shows are what ultimately as a comedian bring me the most joy. And as long as I have that, I can have my consistent joy in my career. It's and what then got booking us is up. Yeah, and it's and and now you make some money doing shows because people now pay you, which yes. before you know, here didn't happen. And now people make sure that that happens, which is great. And actually shows are busier here because people are desperate to see comedy. So um, shows are popping off down here. We people want to laugh. Yeah. They want to laugh. And the days when it used to be like, Oh, a Thursday show is not going to be busy. Now they're packed, you know, because people are up for it. So that's nice. And so that is filling my cup. And I wasn't doing that for a bit. I was really just like, I don't know, I think in the zone of like summer and stuff like that, I think Mm -hmm. you get a little more relaxed with that stuff. And now I'm like, fall is always that kind of invigorating time of like, no, let's do this. Let's plan this. Maybe because you start feeling a little even more down in the fall because it's kind of typical of this time of year. Getting getting colder up up where you guys are. Yeah, less time to just be able to like sit outside and relax and and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, well, I have to, my mind has to do something now. (laughs) Relax again. You know, if I'm not relaxing, I got to get my mind doing something. So um, the shows are it because you can't depend on paid work like paid work like uh film and tv the same way because it's up to somebody else so you know we started off comedy with the enticement of the live shows that's how we exactly we got those paid gigs because of the work we put in at the live shows so to me in a traumatic pandemic where everybody really lost themselves and felt like they lost their minds and had mental health struggles and what have you i don't know what else to do but go back to my roots yeah, go back to your roots. And go back gonna, to my roots. You're going to feel more confident when you go on auditions and everything because you're expressing yourself. This isn't like I was finding self tapes where like my one if I wasn't doing shows were like what was supposed to fill up my cup for uh, my artistic vibe. But mm-hmm. it wasn't because it's just like they're because they're agonizing. <laughs> yeah, they're the worst. And it's like I did one two days ago of me okay they're like okay you're in a car you're going over a bumpy road so make yourself jump a bit and then smile at your husband that was the audition that was the whole audition and I had to watch myself for four different takes be like which time do I bump up and down better what's my best bump <laughs> yeah it was I was like Dude, the amount so of I need the shows 
where you have to film in a car, film outside. One of them, Norm had to go to the top of a mountain. Like, I'm not even <laughs> joking here. Another one, they were like, bring your own corn husk. I mean, I- I'm talking. <laughs> bring out your own like, corn. Yes, Sarah, I am not joking. That I am is not joking. So specific. Can you, can you even believe, Norm had to do one where he had to bring an ornament. This was in the summer. And we had to an go ornament. dig through and like find something and I had to they tie couldn't. a string. You couldn't provide one ornament and everyone uses the ornament? Do a little spray if you're worried about anything. A little hand sanitizer on a there instead of getting everyone to bring an ornament. Oh my God. I couldn't, yeah. This Props, is- I, that's one thing about being at home, doing auditions at home. I had one experience recently where Andy and I got a call back and the director was super sexist, which is... I can't believe we're still experiencing this in Only like such an obvious be. way. Yeah. I know. I can't believe we're still letting women speak. I agree, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I can't believe I'm allowed to audition in front I of men. Agree. Um, but I agree. But I just was shocked. But in, in another world, I would have been very, very, very angry that I'd wasted the time to go to this audition. Yeah. But this time I was like, what a chooch. I got off and watched TV and I was like, well, <laughs> at least I didn't go out of my house to do this. Yes. So it just creates this different di- dynamic. At least it saves us some time to do this at home. Yeah. But they're it, asking a lot of actors right they're now. They're asking a lot of actors and they know we have the time to do it. And they know we have the time. And that is making taking me advantage. mental. I want to say value my time, please. The way I 100%. value yours, like always showing up on time. I know the sides. I'm like ready to go. So that's me valuing your time so you don't have to waste it trying to fix what I'm doing. Yeah, or be like, okay, wear this exact thing or do this exact thing when it's I'm like... I'm coming you, in, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also though, they're they're not gonna... For all like the ornament and everything, it's like that's not why you're gonna cast this commercial. You're gonna cast it based on just how somebody looks. It won't matter if they're holding an ornament. Why oh my are God, you it's making like how people tall, how tall? How tall? How tall is the? What tray? does their voice sound like? This. Yeah. So it's just all this other stuff that they add on to everything. They're adding on so much more right now than they ever have before. It's so. And just to specify for everybody, this is like a predominantly commercial auditions we're talking about yes, here. Yes. Um. Because with working with a product is like what they want to see and everything. But this is like all very new. The the pre-pandemic, it was never like this. Yes. Um, But I will say it's like the the TV gigs that I've done, the couple things that I've done, it's like I am much happier to be there with zero complaints because I'm like, oh, I have a lot more gratitude for doing this because we had to take a break for so long. So it's like that's the... The auditioning process is an absolute nightmare, but the actually filming it and being a part of it is like a lot more fun for me because yeah. I'm, I just know it's not going to be the same that it once was. Yeah. Anessa and I did our album during mm-hmm. the pandemic. We wrote it and it allowed us to just kind of like take our time, really like finessing exactly how we wanted it to be. And then being in the space during the time, I did feel very grateful. And I don't know if I would have like, and and Anessa and I went to a hotel it was during a time when that was like really doable and we felt safe doing that and I wouldn't have maybe done that before it might have just been like whatever Thursday was you know like but we really invested a lot of time there and Mm -hmm. we were very grateful when we got to do it because Mm -hmm. it was kind of rare to even see each other it was rare to even be working in the same room as people at that time I just I'm like I forgot how much I missed my friends and it's like I am lucky and I'm, I know you have this as well where we get to do projects with a lot of friends of ours because our friends are very talented. So I yeah. feel very grateful anytime I get to work with a pal. And I'm exactly. like, oh yeah, like even just 
chatting over lunch is yeah. the fucking best. And because like we said earlier in the podcast, it's like, we're all social now. We're all getting back out now. And it's yes. like, you can have that feeling at work as well. It, it, it's a re-entrance, a re-emergence. Yeah. And I'm, exactly. I'm loving it. And now that I have these bangs, I'm doing a second re-enter into society. Yeah. Because you did the end, you, when we were all like coming back at first, your hair was so long. And everyone's like, was look so at long. this long hair. Look People, at this. we were in, up in arms. <laughs> I hope arms. good. <laughs> Their arms were up, hitting me, <laughs> hitting me. <laughs> What's that? And I can quick, guys, guys, relax. Yeah, about it's, the just hair. <laughs> it's just my hair. It grew. The pandemic. But yeah, I remember when I saw you? In yeah, the, uh, not last summer. And Andy summer gave before. you a big hug. And uh, guys, let me just tell you what happened. Basically, so this is when, like, I had to come. I had to quarantine for two weeks. This is in that phase yep. of COVID and uh, going to see some family members, and so. It was, I had to shut down for two weeks before I even left here because everyone yeah. was immune compromised. Yeah. So then we get there. It's like, I go see you because you have the back patio. We're going to walk to the park. It's completely outside. Got the kids. Okay, great. Yeah. Or got Not all the kids at this moment. But, um, and then we go, no, Andy comes home. Or comes yeah. around, and you and I are like from a distance. We're like, hey, hey, and hey. whatever, chatting. And then Andy immediately, knowing why I was so there and what I had happy been to through, see you. he was so happy to see me. He gives me like the biggest bear hug I've ever had from him in all the years I've ever known this guy. The biggest hug I've ever had from him. And you go, Andy. <laughs> like what and we were like Andy I've been in isolation for like a month for this trip and you just hugged me it, I mean it turned out it was fine we didn't know yeah but man was that ever that was so funny I was flattered flattered yeah. he was that happy to see he loves me. you so much I love um, Andy so much and he really was fighting to get on the podcast so maybe that was like <laughs> yeah, part of it but he knows for about a year Andy and I had a bit going where he'd clear up his schedule for the podcast but I wouldn't book him because and, he would write it in comments of Instagram <laughs> all the time he was free and then I I finally had him on first of all he pretended he was busy yeah he said I, I can't I do it that furious. week after a year of being available all of a sudden he's unavailable i was yeah. so mad at him <laughs> but then he came on he did the podcast and then i thought it's time to get sarah on bottom line oh, i know yeah, these two have great. tension i almost said i was busy but um... <laughs> i would have never talked to you again <laughs> now sarah as we wrap up here first i okay. have to squash a rumor okay it, are you coming to la soon i might in um the spring Okay. So when Andy's done rehearsals. Okay, per, a better time to come anyways. Yeah, cuz I was I was if if Anessa was around the first week of January, I was thinking about it. Okay. But I don't know if she'll be home yet. She might not. She stays she for might, a while. Yeah, so cuz we might we want to like do shows together and stuff. Okay. So um it'll probably be I think January, February, probably like end of March. We love it. I could, you know, and I very, I could have very easily asked you this when we stopped recording. You know what? I uh, want everyone to know. I want everyone, I want to, know. everyone to know exactly what I'm coming. Uh, we have a lot um, of local listeners. We have a lot of Canadian listeners. I told I want Andy. To know. Andy will be here and his mom's going to help more details for everyone, but uh, stay with the kids with them. Oh my God, and perfect. I'm going to come solo. I need, I, I love LA. I, yeah. I would come back and forth with a visa for a while and stay for like months at a time. And I just love it. I love LA. LA I love loves the, I, you. We love having you And I, you I can just even just come for a visit. Like it doesn't have to be business. Like oh I just want to see Oh my God, come stay everybody. with us. The dog, yeah. the dog will go 
fucking and I love crazy. the dog. The yeah, dog loved I, having Anessa here. Loved it. And let's just be real that I am mostly coming for Trader Joe's. But it well, is. Well, we know this about you. You are like the amount of snacks you and Anessa get from Trader Joe's when you're in town. And it's like we cruise through to go watch Bachelor or whatever <laughs> yeah. show we're watching that night. Man, you two go hard. And Anessa loves the, the discovery of the new snack. The new snack. The new and snack. I try to search for or she'll tell me. And I'm always confused as why doesn't everyone always shop at Trader Joe's for all of their groceries? Like people go into to Ralph's and stuff, and I'm just like, why are you always at Trader Joe's? Yeah, but here's the thing, Sarah. For stuff like sponges and Lysol wipes and stuff, you gotta <laughs> yeah, go to the store. You don't want I'm, Trader I Joe's. Will, I will defend this. <laughs> I am defending the other stores. I'm defending the Albertsons, the Vaughns, and the Ralphs. <laughs> I'm not gonna take this from you. <laughs> <laughs> well. I would somehow try to find sponges at Trader Joe's, even if I just have to go into the back and take theirs. <laughs> I will only shop at Trader Joe's whenever I'm there. And I, I always spend shop so much in the money. warehouse of Trader yeah. Joe's. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you don't have sponges back there. Can I get some back here? Um, I Every time I'm there, I always spend way too much money there, too. Because it's not necessarily expensive, but it's not necessarily cheap for, like, pretty it, normal items. Well, especially, so- yeah, some stuff that you're getting there, you're getting a deluxe item. Yeah, like fruit and stuff, I think is kind of expensive there sometimes because it's not like a regular. Not crazy about the produce. And this I am yeah. glad is on air. I'll, I will stand by. If you guys love the Trader Joe's, Trader, oh my God, what did I almost say? Trader Joe's. Alana, could you speak any faster? The Trader Joe's. Tweet at us, add self esteem party, hashtag trade me. I'm traded. I'm traded. I'm traded. I wish there was a Trader Joe's. I'm pushing Brandy to drive me to Buffalo so we can go. Okay, Sarah, you came into this podcast at, I'm going to say, a confident seven. We we got the number. We felt good about it. How are you feeling now? Because we also talked about feeling down. We really went on a roller coaster. It was a lot of emotions to get in. One hour. Um, Let's say... 7.75. 7.75. Oh my God. You know what? I was at <laughs> a six. 0.75 for, yeah. I was at a six. Not only does my stomach feel better, ah! like a hundred percent distraction. This has reaffirmed the beauty of mine and yours friendship, which yes. is we don't, it's not, we don't like talk all the time. We live in different countries with different yeah. schedules. We don't talk all the time, but whenever we do, you and I will, and look, it's been an hour. You and I will get into like an hour long conversation of like so in depth stuff real. from like years ago. So real. Like I give you all the personal updates. You give me all the updates. We're like, nothing's some behind struggles. it. There's no, no hiding. And we can't, no, it's like can't. Our, our, our minds are connected. <laughs> it's just the way you and I have always, been. always been, always even when we were right when we met close, Sarah. we weren't even that close. And we had deep, deep conversations we would just, the top. it's just that we wouldn't like there's proximity friends and now we're that close. you'll see every like you'll yeah. see every day and like I used to see you a lot at the shows but it was like yeah. we were getting to know each other and that was how we got to know each other yeah and then we got close from those from very open and now it's like I pick up where I left off with you Same. I don't need Same. to talk to you every day you're one of those people that I'm like where I don't where do, do that with off? anyone I don't think you like, know I don't- it's not easy because it it requires um you have to be very patient and not take things personally. So because I'm not yes. hearing from you, I can't be like, oh, she's mad at me or oh, she's exactly. a bad friend. Exactly. And you and I are very good about being like, it is what it is. Let's enjoy it. And yeah. here we are. 
always it's always like nothing's ever no time has passed always no time has passed so i was a six i'll say i'm seven now i'll say i went oh up. love it and and you went up the 0.75 that's a huge victory <laughs> that's a for huge me victory and that's kind of actually a really big deal <laughs> I, I won't let it go the full one it's just 0.75 <laughs> that's, that's where i'm that's, at let's not be crazy we're still going upstairs you know why i'll tell you why i'm not the full eight because yes. This sweater I'm wearing has made me sweat inside it quite a bit. So I'm both cold from feeling the sides of the sweater that are now very, very wet. And now you're going to have to wash it. Oh, I'm going to have to wash it. Because when you sweat, it's like, that's why I do the layers of the sweatshirt. So I never have to wash the sweatshirt or my my jeans. I always try to avoid washing jeans. skin under here. Like an idiot. Oh, now I'm a seven. Oh, shoot. (laughs) We lost her. We lost the boy seven five. Wow, that's uh, that hurts. No, that's I'm a low I'm note. Back. I'm back. I'm back. I can't <laughs> I'm do back it. Back in. I'm toweling off. I'm back. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, fine. Sarah, tell us uh, a bit about before we go. Tell us about the album with Anessa. Where exactly we can find it? Um, okay, so Anessa and my albums, Anessa and Sarah help you through the day or get you through the day. Got to look that up. Um, <laughs> but it's something like that, and I think it's get you through the day. And we, it's just us going through a day with you and really. I think bolstering your self-esteem, actually. Like, I think that's a big part of it. A lot of talking about loving yourself and a lot of jokes in there. You can find it on, I think, anywhere you can. Like, there's on Spotify, on Apple. I think, like, all the places you can, like, download albums and stuff like that. If you go to my Instagram, the Sarah Hillier, um, it's in my bio. Oh, here we are. That's and we uh, never talked easier, about the yeah. fact quickly. Someone tried to duplicate my Instagram and tried to get everyone to block me. Yeah, why? What do we know? They're scammers. They're trying to scam. My friend Chris texted me so, and he's like, "So I'm not messaging you right now on Instagram." And I'm like, "No." They also spelled my name wrong multiple times. He should have just like read it. But burn on Chris. Um, <laughs> but very nicely of him to talk to me and yes. let me know and some other friends let me know. So And they were trying to message him and get like information from his Instagram to scam him. Girl, if I've learned anything from my crypto hack... <laughs> you got crypto. Cri- crypto gets you in and guess what? Crypto gets you out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I cryptoed my way right out of the hack. <laughs> Might I recommend... Yeah, how, did you get, how did you get out of the hack? I must have written Instagram 100 fucking times. Okay, good. good and good, I had good. to do a face verification like three times. I had to hold up a piece of paper with a verification code written out and my email written out beside my face. I mean, wow. it was like a ransom with holding the newspaper. And did you get to talk state. to someone because i feel like you're always talking to robots no. like you're always no, talking just to bots yeah no real person no real form sentences no just bots oh, that's tough but that's very stressful so yeah that's my advice to anybody. i think this Message is down them now. every day okay yeah We're yeah laughing. i think the other one is down now and i made my account private for a little bit because but if okay, you want to follow Sarah, me, just... I need you to promote the podcast. So. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, I won't be private anymore. Let's, let's get back and let's get the hack going for the podcast. <laughs> the hack? I need to get hacked for the podcast? Sarah, what an absolute delight. It was lovely. Stay on the line for the details of your trip. You may oh, stop yes. recording. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself.